0: Welcome to My Basement, everybody. Today is a very spoilerific conversation about Star Wars The Last Jedi. I'm joined by two incredible gentlemen that I got to see The Last <laughs> Jedi re- with. Uh, we've got Kylo Ren in an oversized t-shirt, and we've got Star Wars scarf himself, Ben Silverman. Uh, let me host- take a sip from my Burger
1: King hat <laughs> from 1977.
0: That is so epic. That's made
2: with, that's made with real lead, by the way. That's not Wet <laughs> <A lot>. paint.
1: <laughs> My insides are dying, but
0: um, that's going that, I mean, something. It's preserved you somehow because you look exactly the same as I've always known you, Ben. Same with you, Foobs. You guys look great. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: let's How, so, really high metachlorine count. Yeah. Is that what it is? Super um, crystal. All kyber
2: crystals. That's all I ingest.
0: So we had a, a live cast immediately following Star Wars, and we didn't even eat we were starving but we just went right back to the hotel room and normally we just get naked and get into bed together but this time we decided let's let's take a half of it (laughs) let's have a a conversation about Star Wars uh and it was super fun but of course we couldn't talk about anything so today all bets are off we can talk about every single thing because we went out afterwards and had a great conversation and a great meal and it's stuck with me and this movie has stuck with me now we're we're recording this on Thursday this is the day that everybody is going to see this thing this is the early you know night that it, it premieres foobs you're going to see this right again right after we're done here aren't you uh
2: yeah well i'm going to see it at 11:30 tonight which means i'll be in the movies until about 3 a.m
0: <laughs> yeah it's long but um we know it's early to release one of these things, but I think the thing that you can, because we're spoiling everything, but I think the thing that you can say about The Last Jedi, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong here, uh, you just want to talk about it. Like, you see this movie, and it's like, I just I want to share some thoughts about this film because it sticks with you, and some weird choices are made, man. Like, it's not what you're predicting. Ben, why don't you take us in and give us some observations that uh, that you recognize about The Last Jedi?
1: Well, it's 153 153- minutes so there's a lot of stuff to cover and i think that's when you're saying you want to talk about it right away it's because like there's things that happen in the beginning of the movie that by the end of the movie you're like oh my god we got to get to that like there's just it's a, it feels like two movies kind of yeah. combined into one film and it lengthwise it's the longest star wars they've ever made so it, it sort of is two movies um Man, it feels weird to talk out loud
2: about yeah. any Spoilers, the real...
0: Spoilers, 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 spo- yeah, we're going to say if, shit. If, yeah,
2: if you're watching this video and you're going to complain that we spoiled it, you're a fucking idiot, because we clearly <laughs> mentioned though,
0: plenty of times
2: that we're going to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi. In case, and, you and, haven't, in case you're and, not aware yet.
0: And my first impulse was for us to have a live conversation and, and, and interact with, because some people have seen this thing. I've had comments on my Film Fury review. A lot. It's a divisive movie. that People are not liking it already, and there's some feedback is coming. A lot of people love it, but some people are really angry about it, so I, I know people want to talk about this. Ben, spoil away. Okay.
1: Thoughts? I have... I, I wrote down... Uh, some sort of points that I think we're going to need to discuss, which are sort of plot-related points. And I think that, to me, is going to be the big discussion here. We've all agreed that the movie, in general, looks incredible. Yes. It is, as a a sort of piece of filmmaking, it's the best Star Wars I think I've ever seen. Just Mm -hmm. the sheer volume of awesome effects and incredible sequences. And look at this. The lightsaber duels are amazing. The thing opens up with one of the coolest space battles they've ever had in it. Like, they just... It just hits the gas and just like shows you so much Star Wars shit over and over again. You're like, this. I want this on my wall. Every image I want on my wall.
0: Yeah, um, lots of frameable moments. One of my totally. one of the things that sticks out for me is the way that the the salt on crate gets yeah. pushed aside underneath people's boots and it's yeah. all blood red. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. just amazing. It's just an amazing image. It's Like the planet is bleeding. Yeah. And it's
1: so good. I mean, I mean, look to be. To be fair, some people have already, and we all already said this, that there are elements of Battlestar Galactica in this movie that are sort of unavoidable. I mean, everything from the core plot of, uh, here's a spoiler, the rebellion uh, (laughs) sort of being chased by this uh, you know, First Order gigantic ship and these other ships are chasing them down and they're dwindling and the ships are getting blown apart and the, the, the rebels are sort of on this one last ship and where are they going to go? And then they land on this planet crate and then they get into this, you know, another kind of fight with the First Order and the big First Order ADATs also look like they're from Battlestar Galactica. They've got a big kind of black and red theme and I realized the more I thought about it, it's not fair to put that on Battlestar Galactica because technically Darth Vader was the very first black and red themed badass motherfucker Yeah. In yeah. science fiction for me. I mean, you can yes. see Cylons, right? But but in the early Battlestar Galactica, but even then it was all sort of based off Star Wars. Oh, they were so,
0: yeah, everything was based off Star I'm going to
1: forgive that, right? Forgive its Battlestar Galactica likeness in terms of its visuals. And you're right, amazing looking movie. But back to the point of starting to get into some of these spoilers, um... I wrote down sort of each of the character names uh, because I thought that was a good way to start and to kind of talk about what we like and maybe didn't like what we expected or didn't expect from yeah. some of the characters. I'm going to start with an, an easy one and one that we haven't covered a lot, which uh, – and this might start, feel like a weird place to start, but I feel like we have to start here, and it's Finn.
0: So yeah.
1: Finn, to me, was really – the big character in the first movie in the sense that like we were watching him go through this experience and then he you know hooked up with Ray and then he went over here and then he went over there Um, and this whole time I was wondering because I just saw The Force Awakens again when are we going to find out how Finn decided to leave the First Order. Like, he just took his helmet off in The Force Awakens and was like panting and having a panic attack and yeah. he takes off. And they've never really explained anything about how or why or what was the motivation there. And this entire movie. They didn't touch on it at all, and it's like he's just a member of the Rebellion now, he has a a lame interaction with Phasma at one point, he's still considered a traitor, but they don't explain anything about why this entire thing happened to this important character in the movie. Maybe they did in Force Awakens and I missed it, but
0: well the one thing that they do kind of touch on is Rose who falls in love with Finn in the movie spoilers like crazy Um You're supposed to it, say that before you sorry yeah. yeah well it's in the video title so you know, Rose yeah. kills Luke
2: Skywalker <laughs> and after she murders uh, Kylo Ren uh,
0: well Rose falls in love with Finn but Rose's sister dies in the opening sequence of the film in an incredible sequence you mentioned how amazing that space battle was yeah. one of them is the big bomber ship and Rose's Sister has part of a medallion, and, and uh, bombs drop, and she goes out spectacularly. And then you recognize how much that meant to Rose, and how much the chivalry and the uh, selflessness of, of uh, soldiers mean to Rose. And she sees Finn, who has this this uh, predilection for uh, you know abandoning his post and trying to run for the hills, trying to do that again, and so she kind of rescues his soul, but it's a bit contrived and we don't see much lift on what Finn as a character could become. And I felt like the Rose and um, uh, and uh, Finn stuff, although it was pretty well performed and I li- they're likable, it felt flat in comparison to a lot of the other stuff in the movie. You know, I, don't, I feel like... It it wasn't as exciting to watch them go through their sequence on the casino world and jump ride those creatures as it was to see Poe just be this, you know, driven, like, no, we can't let them kill us. We've got a solution here. We'll figure it out. We'll solve it all the way through. And then Rey is doing some exciting stuff with Luke Skywalker with her training and her, you know, trying to dig into her soul and even Kylo Ren being conflicted and not knowing whether he's going to listen I, I was a bit disappointed with Finn and I noticed when we talked about the movie we didn't even really bring bring those two characters yeah, up that's yeah. why I
1: brought it up as the first point because there are yeah. certainly more exciting and intense things that we're going to talk about so I just want to make it clear we're not going yeah. to focus on Finn but that was the yeah. point the last movie ended yeah. Force Awakens ended with like Finn did this incredibly heroic thing, picked up a lightsaber, yes. somehow knew how to, was pretty good with it. Everyone was yeah. like, there's yeah. got to be something going on there. Yeah. And then he's injured, mortally wounded. He's in this thing. And then he wakes up in the very early going of this movie. And he doesn't really do, I mean, he's running around trying to save shit. But we don't he, learn he, much more about his motivation other he, than he does, I hate he, the first order.
0: He does become a hero again, though, at the end of the movie when he's t- taking the beater. And I, I like the idea of these beater craft, you know, r- racing towards the walkers and all of the armament of the of the First Order. And 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 he is the one that decides. But we don't really know that motivate. Like we
1: don't we know he's got it in him. And, right, we all, and we all don't know why and I guess yeah. that's my point is that you look at yeah. Poe you don't need to know he's like Mm-mm. cut from the wedge Antilles cloth right he is a, yeah. a lifer in the rebellion in the resistance he is fighting yep. he's just that's who he is he's a starfighter pilot he's kind of got a little bit of Han Solo rogue shit going on in him yep. and we get it and it's awesome Ray, we know there's mystery there, but we know she's from this planet. She's got some sort of tie to the Force. She's got some sort of relationship with Kylo Ren, maybe Han. So we don't know exactly where she's coming from. We'll talk about yeah. that in a minute. But yeah. Finn, to me, is the character that is the one we're most sort of tethered to because he's the most normal. He's like the normie. He's this guy who is throw. You know, he does. He's not an incredibly skilled fighter pilot. He's not yeah. a Force sensitive one. He's the one that, like, in that first movie, we're seeing it through his eyes of the terror of the First Order. Of, I don't know how to shoot on this Millennium Falcon. I don't know how to, you know, like he's he, he, there's such an opportunity there for them to humanize him and yep. he is such a human character and in this movie I felt like they just kind of bailed out on his backstory on us getting to know him better and us getting to understand his motivation better and he's just sort of thrown into this kind of slightly awkward love story with Rose that may or may not be a love story we'll talk about romance in a minute because there's another yeah. type of issues with that as well yeah, I yeah. thought that was a little bit of a letdown and this is again not my first instinct to talk about because there's other things to talk about but over <laughs> the last 20, 48 hours I keep coming back to like I don't really remember what the hell Finn what's going on with Finn that's why yeah I, yeah
0: I I mean uh, Foobs t- tell me about your sort of thoughts on, the, on the, the film in general like we all left with smiles but there was a lot to pick apart right
2: yeah i mean it's easy to nitpick after the fact like yeah you know talking about it immediately after it's just like you're on that high of like yes i just saw these star wars and that shit's not even out and you know there's only a select few handful of people that have seen this movie already right you're on that level but then you like you let it marinate a little bit and you start to pop for me i was just diving deeper into the the Thought process of who these characters are and what's their motivation. Again, like, okay, we didn't talk a lot about Finn in the movie, but I assume the next episode is going to be like a big chunk of his push since this was just primarily Ray's journey to becoming, you know, this potential Jedi and what her story was and everything. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that he'll play a big part. And then I just watched uh, Rogue One again the other night, and it's just like a small thing, but like, there's the scene when. oh Jesus Christ I can't even remember the, oh, Jen Erso. Yeah. Uh, when she first shows up on the planet to look for uh, you know uh, the, or to Saul Guerrero because we couldn't figure out his name the other day yeah uh, and she's, she saves this Asian girl who's just crying and I'm like maybe that's going to be like some relation to Rose because we haven't seen any other like really other Asian people in Star Wars other than Rogue One and we had Chimwit and all these other guys but I'm like damn maybe that's some sort of like underlying hidden story that this little girl was saved and that's like Rose's mom or something I don't know um, but now I'm just like thinking yeah. of backstories for side characters and all kinds of other shit, wondering like how all of which, it's going to potentially tie in to what we're seeing in this new sequels going forward.
0: Which which I guess we did when we first saw the original trilogy. And I was talking to Ben over uh, uh, text chat about this. But the original trilogy, I didn't feel like I wanted more story. Like I didn't feel like I wanted to know more about Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Leia, or Darth Vader other than I was curious about their mystery, I didn't feel like I didn't get enough about them in the movies. You know, yeah. like, I, there, was, I,
1: there was one mystery in yeah. star wars in the trilogy yes. yeah. luke skywalker the mystery of luke skywalker who are his parents he's this force right you know sensitive person and no one else was right there weren't 12 other people there weren't other right Jedi. there was obi-wan there was luke we learned about vader han solo you understood he was like right at the beginning they're like we need yeah. someone to take us somewhere he's a smuggler he's this roguish character he shoots greedo he shot first right at the beginning like we get these characters Princess Leia is a princess the first time we see her she's a fucking princess we get yeah, it like yeah. the problem with the new trilogy is everybody's got a mystery everyone's a mystery yeah. Kylo Ren the mystery of Kylo Ren the mystery yeah. of Rey the mystery of Finn and it's like well, and you also to we, want, need, we need to answer these fucking things you can't just well, make everyone a mystery all the time constantly.
0: And we also have the mystery of what the hell did Luke and Leia and Han do for those 30 years as well you know like yeah. there, there there are lots of pieces and there are a lot more characters and it's Exponentially um, more interesting, but then in this movie, which is serving to get us towards the conclusion of this trilogy, because we're supposed to wrap up the whole Skywalker saga by the end of this. So, in a
2: seven hour. Peter jackson after
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, in nine hours. Luke Skywalker dies in this movie and he goes out and in he, in he
2: disappears. He Obi-Wan.
0: He goes out in the same way that Obi-Wan and Yoda go out. And I think one of the messages is that there, nobody really ever disappears and nobody ever really dies because Yoda appears back in this one. I think one of the surprising things is that we all from the imagery thought that Luke was going to be more of an Obi-Wan type sage um that you know this old kind of warrior and he ends up being a lot more like yoda he ends up being a lot more like this sort of kook that's living by himself and giving up on everybody he's a hermit and uh he his mannerisms and the way that he interacts with with ray is very yoda like so it yeah. it made sense for yoda to come back and and have a laugh with him
1: great um, line. best line in the movie maybe one yeah. of the best lines Ever in the history of yoda's amazing lines was like yeah. what was it page turners they are not
0: yeah it was great yeah because he's talking about the ancient jedi text scripts yeah i, I liked all the stuff with luke i thought it was cool i i do feel and we talked about this that the fanboy in me really wanted there to be a uh, a climactic battle sequence um with real luke
1: with real luke
0: yeah Yeah, we want we wanted luke to fly to rescue the day and to show us what a badass he still is and he ultimately became you know because we we saw we saw his skill in return of the jedi but we didn't see the uh the afterward of that you know like
2: i feel like there's such a parallel for everything like jedi wise like if you look at you know, all the the leadership in the Jedi Order that we've seen throughout the movies. They all fucking disappear and become hermits. Obi-Wan did it. Yoda did it. You know, yeah. now Luke Skywalker's doing it. And just like, well, maybe they're well, just, they're so fed up with the force. They're just like, I tried, like Yoda tried to teach all these people, lost his shit, and he fucking showed up on this. He's like, I'm just going to mm, go away to this island. <laughs> well, and I,
0: I think that might be part of the transition of the Jedi because they recognize the futility in what they're doing. And then I think they, they sort of give over to the, to the other side of the force. And then they, they come at peace. This is all shit you put together when you think about the movie. Right. But the, the observation I have about this is, uh, it's like Logan's run. You cannot grow old in the Star Wars universe. Every old person is almost immediately dispatched, you know, like yeah. the, the, the one that lasted the longest was the emperor, but almost all the old
2: Yoda. Yoda was like 900, bro.
0: Yeah. But like from when we got to see him, it's like, Oh, he dies in empire, right? He just fades away by the end of empire strikes back. Jedi. And but here he is. Oh, is oh, it? He, he dies in Jedi. Yes. But he comes back. Yes. But, uh, it's. It is like they just try to like wipe them out and get them out of there. Uh, it but was a weird. I think
1: what you're getting at, Vic, is it was a weird decision to suddenly be realistic about the difficulty in traveling across the universe when someone hits a help beacon like the reality is they hit the help beacon they land on the planet and like within a I don't know how much time passes not a lot hour. the first order lands and they start attacking so the amount of time they needed for Luke to like lift his x-wing out of the water which I'm surprised we didn't see that scene of him with the force doing the old Yoda bit lifting the yeah. I, I, you know, lifting the x-wing hopping into it flying all the way over to crate, wherever the fuck that is compared to where his planet is um, and getting there and actually you know knocking things aside the reality reality of that experience probably is like, well, he's not going to make it there in time. So let's instead do this thing where he uses the force and projects himself there. It was a weird time to start to maybe make that as a decision. I don't know if that's the reasoning. Maybe they wanted to instead just say, we want to show how powerful he is. He still has a weird relationship with the force. So he's going to do this other thing instead. But whatever the decision making was as to why Luke didn't show up and kick ass, I agree that that shot of him, you know, with his lightsaber, and these crazy First Order giant tanks and Kylo Ren that Luke didn't basically just start jumping in the air, like skyrocketing across the fucking, you know, planet and just slicing things apart. Like Like, Leia. We'll get to Leia in a minute, but I I think you're right. Like we haven't seen Luke since Jedi and even in Jedi, he was still not, he hadn't killed Vader. I mean, like he had killed Palpatine. Like this is one of the most powerful force users of all time, if not, if yep. not In terms of the light well, side, probably well, right behind
0: Yoda and Mace, right? We had nine episodes of Star Wars. We will have that sort of honor him and his family, you know, and his and this was his moment. But they took that off the board. And the other major thing is they take Snoke off the board in a, a spectacular way, which was cool, but felt early. It felt way like too early, premature, right? Yeah, and it would have been amazing to have a Snoke and Skywalker confrontation and uh, to get us into episode nine and epic style, even if both of those characters died with their meeting each other. That would have been amazing. Right. And then leave it a little bit more open ended because. That battle scene that's in Snoke's throne room is spectacular and it's so fun to watch. But then you're like, there's a gaping hole in the movie because Kylo Ren is still searching. He's still trying to... He's not menacing. He's not Darth Vader and he's not the Emperor and he's not Snoke. And maybe you know, like it's all speculation, but maybe it's because he's going to, you know, find the the good part of his soul and it's going to, you know, we're going to not have the same amount of confrontation in the, in the next film. But then he does something really crazy and he uh, decides to just go uh, for no quarter against the, the, the remnants of the resistance. And he just seems like he's more evil than he's ever been at the end, which is in direct contrast with a uh,
1: key kills Snoke. It's him that kills Snoke, right? Yeah, with with right. their lightsaber, he like yeah. forces it over. It's a cool shot, but I think the problem that we have with it, though, I don't know if it's just that Snoke dies and that we we're left without, you know, a really potent, scary, you know, Palpatine-like force that we know is like on the bad side. That's we're gonna yeah. wait. It's more that the movie ends. I felt like a little bit without confrontation. setting up for the next film like it ends on this note where it could have almost been the end of the whole thing like it doesn't leave the door open for i can't wait to see how x y or z is going to be resolved i don't really care like the ray kylo relationship i'm only a little interested in i'm not that interested in i'm much more interested in you know when you think about the end of empire or or even the end of attack of the clones like it feels like it's going somewhere. Like you have to see this next movie to see how this plot thread is resolved. They resolve a lot of things. They end yep. a lot of things, and yep. they don't necessarily start a lot of things. And you don't know how they're going to take the next movie, and and and, and make it interesting. Like I, I agree with you. I don't think Kylo Ren, after everything that's happened, yeah. is particularly imposing. And he's the dark he's the sub- figure
0: he's the supreme master or the supreme being on the, of the dark side at the end of it and Hux the general Hux character is still alive you know which is, just seems totally in, like unbelievable by this point right he, he, he feels like a kind of a disposable screamer that uh, in one of Kylo Ren's tantrums he would have bit the dust but he's still there and it would have been satisfying to watch that quite frankly but he's still there Snoke is gone Skywalker's gone and the other major death, which just felt so wrongheaded, um, in contrary, you know, because of extenuating circumstances, this would have been the perfect way for Princess Leia to go out was, um, uh, yeah, Laura Dern's exit in the picture which is also spectacular, but we just met her and like 20 minutes later she goes out in this blaze of glory like we've never seen like one of the, the most like spectacular. Yeah, she's a boss and she's an admiral and it's an amazing move she she light speeds through uh, a whole fleet of uh, Yeah, it's incredible. It's an amazing sequence, but that should have been general leia she let's, should have said let me do that
1: let's talk for a minute about general leia i would love to yeah. get both of your thoughts jose let's start with you on this what do we think about princess leia turning into fucking iron man in the middle of outer space and like herself back onto the ship she's a
2: she's interesting a interesting demon. take interesting take never really seen uh, princess leia utilize her force abilities um, any other way other than like talking to Luke Skywalker sent yeah. Luke. Yeah. now she's just going on full on I can fly I can fly I can fly she got the pixie dust her. <laughs> it's, the Disney, it's the Disney magic man the Disney magic worked its way into Princess Leia or Leia, General Leia's soul uh, that was a little weird like I feel like they could have, I don't know, swung around and tried to get her or something. Her just going into full <laughs> on, anything. Like you know, are I
1: mean, like like blaming the ship. Like, they, why did not they pick her up? Like yeah. You
2: know, like, yeah, they're just like, oh, she out in space. Oh, she gone. It was you no know, it it uh,
1: It's.
0: it's I would have liked to see that scene. Oh, she out of space. Oh man, she gone. No,
1: that, was, that was kind of the kind of humor level that was throughout the whole movie. Yeah, no, it
2: is. It's it's Star Wars sort of a little bit more becoming Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they did the same thing in Guardians of the Galaxy when they are trapped out in space and then holy
0: shit, yeah. right, you know, and yeah.
2: Then, and you got Benicio del Toro, the Collector, who makes an appearance in this movie as well as also in, you know, Guardians. So it's like, all right, well, maybe they're taking something from their other, you know, properties, a little other, you a little little
0: I didn't, you know, I didn't mind that Leia suddenly developed this force power that we've never seen. It kind of was akin to uh, R2-D2 having uh, rocket boosters in his legs that we had never seen in the prequels. There was a little bit of that, um, but-
2: they rusted out, they rusted uh, out between uh, episodes yeah. That was a really yeah. heavyweight, wait a minute, but that's like the maybe the
1: most heavyweight force move I've ever seen, like I mean, yeah. choking's cool, moving shit with your mind is cool, but like floating dead through space and like willing yourself sort of back to life and then yep. floating into the, th- like that I, was I, fucking nuts. I just
0: don't see the thinking and the rationale of throwing Laura Dern into here just to give her this epic send off and there is no emotional payoff other than holy shit that's cool and if Leia had done that, if Leia wasn't the one, like if Laura Dern got sucked into space, that would have also been really shocking, right? For us to, holy shit, they just, they, she's a been huge a... star. No, would it would have, have, been, it would have been a like, cool moment, but she would have been gone.
2: They make her just annoying. You know, like when they yeah. introduced this character, you're just like, I don't like her. She's like, maybe she's working with the Empire. There's something fishy because she doesn't she, really like Poe. Right. Yeah, Leia liked Poe, but she kind of demoted him in the middle of the film. And then, yeah. well, so, right, so they're back on good graces. And then she's just like, oh, no, you're not a commander. You're just the captain, right? Yeah. W- weren't you demoted? You little batch. You little right. bitch?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: And then, yeah. and then so they're, <laughs> I wish they're
0: you now, wrote the dialogue for Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, she's out in space. She don't. <laughs> <laughs> she don't. <laughs> Whoop speed! <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, she gone. She dead.
2: She gone. is gone. General gone. But I'm the, I, I'm the captain now.
0: No, I mean now we have this situation where Luke is gone, Snoke is gone. Leia. Carrie Fisher is Leia. gone and Leia is alive and it's really sad at the end like when you think about it like all of the resistance fits on the Millennium Falcon at the end of this movie you know, it's like holy shit that honestly it went down to that but on the on the First Order side it feels like they've been completely strip mined as well like they're down to whatever fleet was on crate and they, and they got yeah. this uh, millennial that's running everything right now you know this Pouty
1: <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, how the, how the Millennials are on yeah, the show in Yeah and in our lives I mean I think like maybe that we talked about this when we were having dinner but like maybe that's Maybe that's what, they're, that's what they're doing. They're winding mm-hmm. it down. Like, they're trimming both sides. Like, they're right. killing off this stuff. They're chilling things off. And it'll, at the end, just be, like, up to a couple of these players to kind of resolve the war and figure out what life looks like after this nine-movie run yeah. of yeah. a fucking battle, you know?
0: I don't think any of the characters, save for Poe, I would almost love a Poe story. Like, he is... I, I think, like, he's the Cassian Andor, like, wanted... Like, Cassian Andor wanted to resonate like Poe does, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't have two movies to kind of develop that character either. But Poe is such a cool soldier... You know, just a regular guy that just has amazing ch- skills. It would be incredible to see that on the on the Empire side as well. You know, to see like some kind of head to head, you know, red Baron type thing. Like it's, they were. It,
1: it is interesting how the the First Order, other than Kylo Ren, doesn't. I mean, there's Phasma. Let's talk mm-hmm. for a minute about Phasma because that, yeah. that is yeah. the that is yeah. the equivalent, right? Is like yeah. the only other character really on the First Order side. You've got Hux, who is. A petulant, loud screamer. Shot. Yeah, like he's, he's no got one, there's no veins fear. popping out of his head. There's no fear for us. There, he's just irritating, no. and we get it immediately. Yeah. Phasma, Captain Phasma, supposed to be in the first one like this badass. She's got this chrome ass. She got chrome. She's yeah, got chrome. <laughs> she's <laughs> a chrome. She's rocking a chrome. She's iced she looks- out. She's got mm-hmm. the coolest, you know, like stormtrooper outfit ever, and she just walks around with this fucking gun and and is super super mean to everybody, and everyone's like, okay, she's got to be badass. So we finally see her in this movie. Like there she is again. She's gonna do some crazy stuff, and it's like a half ass fight, and she's gone or dead or hurt or something. She
0: she, she Boba Fett's right out of the picture, Boba yeah.
1: Boba Fett, but at least Boba Fett had like he froze Han and took his ass out somewhere. Like Boba yeah. Fett had a, a a long moment before he died, like a lamo. Like Azma yeah. none of us have ever bought her as being a legitimate threat. And then they don't help. So regardless of that, I, I agree that there needs to be something else on the first order or on the scary bad yeah side yeah that, that that we're left with without snoke we don't have it without phasma we don't have it we, we just don't have you're right the That's Phasma's still alive leia and poe and finn and ray i, I yeah
0: I, I i hope phasma's still alive phasma's and i hope alive. and i hope there's something really epic in the next movie but the uh uh I, I feel like this movie is great because the, it does have a lot of threads. And even if we're complaining, it's a great conversation. And I like the investment into discussing it and to thinking about it and thinking about how we would have placed everything. But would have I think been
2: better. What been a 10? We yeah. Like finished. if
0: we if we had the Luke and, and Snoke fight at the end, I think that and Leia going out and uh, like that, those pieces just, just like Han and like uh, Leia and Chewie having a hug in the force awakens would have made this movie a, a flat out 10. It would have been the best star just, Wars experience.
2: It's just like they took all their villains in this movie and they're just like, they're not villains. You know, like there yeah. was a villain. The emperor yeah. was villain. So, yeah is a fucking guy and dressed S- Snoke in was
0: amazing robe. in this too yeah. he
2: got his fucking silk robe on he just gets yeah. gnarled in half in like the middle of the movie and you're just like well that sucks why was that guy a badass little tint of his lightning power at the beginning you're like oh shit you don't want to yeah. piss this guy off because he's going to do yeah. some awesome stuff. Nope. He's gone. Phasma, useless. Useless yeah. in both yeah. movies. Just yeah. no point in having Grendel Christie at all. And it doesn't matter who played Captain Phasma. Could have been, you know, fucking Warwick Davis in a two-foot fucking Stormtrooper costume. But still, it's just like you did nothing in both movies. You got your eye blasted out. We can see oh, you have an eyeball. There you go. That's foreshadowing to what? Oh, the fact that you're just going to fall into this pit and potentially
1: yeah. die. Minutes They're late- hanging they're hanging too much on Kylo and they're giving us too much. um, They're, they're, they're showing us too much about his internal conflict. And in fact, this is this to me, that concept of internal conflict and conflicts with your destiny and where you're supposed to be, I think was padding the movie a little too much like it's yeah. 153 minutes and i think they probably could have trimmed 30 of those by cutting out a little bit of the like who am i who are you who are right we? constant right. like kind of the two of them that weird thing where they had the kind of kylo and ray connection and we could they could see each other but they don't know how and oh that was all <laughs> snow bridging the gap but it wasn't they touch and all this kind of vague romance but it, we're not really clear where that's going it was it was it was kind of tortured, and I was like, I, I don't want this to keep going on and on and on. I like Ray and Luke. I loved the Luke and R two D two scene. Yeah, where they call back to the very very beginning. You're our only hope. Like yeah, that was, there was amazing. So many potent, yeah. touching moments. But then there was this period in the middle where it's just like I, all I, the characters are thinking out loud about their conflicts, and like that's not really that interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, and and you know, honestly, when we can, you know, after seeing it just once, kind of pick out some ways that we would have liked things to be formulated, it's hard to, it's 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 hard not to forget that, right? And there's so much that does work in this. There's so much that's entertaining and really cool and great, you know, world building and and. Uh, it's a, it's really a fun escape, but it isn't at the level of the the first trilogy again, and I don't think that's it's as good as uh, the Force Awakens, unfortunately. But what I'm re- concerned about now is what the hell J.J. Abrams is going to do. He's got a, a dead Supreme Leader. He's got a dead uh, you know Jedi. He's got a, um, I mean Ray and and Kylo are kind of sort of meeting in the middle, and it feels like they're trying to work it so it's going to have just a peaceful resolution at the end of it like it felt like they were taking all of the the white and and dark uh you know chess pieces off of the board and getting us to some kind of semblance of of order like star piece is what i i said when we were at dinner which i don't i don't i, I mean i think they kind of have to do that but it feels um it it, it doesn't have the resonance of of Empire leading into Return of the Jedi, you know?
2: I think because, like, the same thing they did with Empire going into Jedi was there was that break where Luke becomes this badass and all this stuff happens and, you know, people are yeah. trying to figure out what's happening. I think they are they need to put a... Well, obviously, there's going to be another, you know, single Star Wars movie before we get episode 9.
0: Yeah, Han um, Solo.
2: The Han Solo movie. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like they're going to take a big chunk of it and be like, Kylo Ren has built up the First Order back to something and he found Phasma and Phasma's going to be like Darth Vader and he's going to be like made of different parts and you know, now she's fucking badass and like Super Shredder and Ninja Turtles. Like, Shredder was cool but Super Shredder was like, oh, okay, Okay, now we're talking super <laughs> fast and going to be like, oh, I'm going to do awesome things now. It's too uh, late. It's too late. We don't give a shit. We don't buy yeah, it. Like, we we don't. don't. She's lost. She's gone. She's done. I, I know, but I feel like they need to save whatever that character was because that was such a big storied character, this chrome stormtrooper. I mean, it's like this is a big yeah, – we've never seen a chrome stormtrooper. Now they got like black and white stormtroopers that are all mixed with like lightning swords and shit's getting crazy. So I'm hoping that they do something. They could still do something awesome and save it, but I feel like it's got to be a Super Shredder level, you know, advancement shredder. for this character. I
1: there, something that that has been missing for me, and I, I started realizing this right before uh, we agreed to have this conversation today. But I've been been thinking a lot about Leia, and I've been thinking a lot about me too, man, right here. Yeah, right In my here, heart. In my heart. No, right. I mean, she is the heart of the movie at this point. And um, thinking about now, she's you know, some sort of force user. uh, And that makes sense, she's Darth Vader's daughter. And then I started thinking about Kylo Ren being Darth Vader's grandson. And then I started thinking to myself, where the fuck is Darth Vader? Yeah, We've got his mask, right? Kylo found his mask, he's got a burnt out mask. All of these other Jedi are coming back and talking all the time. We've got Obi-Wan talking in Luke's ear. We've got Yoda talking in Luke's ear. We've got Darth Vader if you watch the original ones like we did, he was an old fat guy uh, shimmering on Endor. If you watch the, the new ones, it's Hayden Christensen yeah. shimmering on Endor. We know he's passed over. We know he can speak to people. We know he can be an element here. I was surprised that over the course of this 153 minute movie that is all about sort of the progeny of Darth Vader that and the, Anakin and- and the permanence of the Force, right? The permanence right? of the Force, and the, the, these are all related to Darth Vader. Snoke talks about Darth Vader. Then where the fuck is Darth Vader? Like, bring that voice back. Have somebody come in as as Anakin in some way that that is connecting with Kylo we need to see that we need to see something that tethers him Hmm. to these Hmm. characters I I felt that that was a a miss like we're getting Yoda back
2: we're getting the light side people back but like cry he would just cry they would just cut to Kylo Ren he'd be all sad mopey faced he's got a terrible face for a villain you his us, mask in the first 10 minutes of this movie you have to see his fucking face the whole movie it would show us a
1: new motivation or maybe in, in, in show us more about what his struggle is about if he's got Darth Vader or Anakin trying to guide him which it sounds like in Force Awakens was happening he was talking yeah. to a helmet yeah like
2: what happened there like there were he lost his helmet now.
0: I mean, we haven't ever seen the dark side of the Force uh, personified as a kind of a spiritual, um, or, you know, embodiment of, of somebody that's fallen. Maybe in Episode 9, it's going to be a lot of that. Maybe we're going to see like this, this uh, you know, Force ghost, war that happens with all of these different uh, <laughs> everybody fighting dark... It like they was
2: not hitting anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I,
0: I don't know. I mean like what what are we gonna see? Like like so much has been removed and like I'm gonna put this to you guys. Are you as excited for what's coming up as yeah. you were after you saw
2: Empire? No. After I saw Empire? Oh yeah. Not I mean not at all. Yeah,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated and I'm still invested because I love Star Wars but I I don't have that same passion that same
2: like you say that now but you're going to go see oh I I can't wait but I I don't you're going to lose your mind you're you're like you know what I'm back in because you'll know that that new Star Wars is going to be on the horizon and now it's like you kind of went into this movie thinking where they might go like we're going to learn about yeah and
0: I I want to see it again too because I know that you know a lot more detail comes in on second viewing I totally had that with Rogue One
1: Empire left us with
0: you know, so left, so much it, shock, left, yeah, and
1: it left everybody in shock. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It left us with the greatest line in yeah. Star Wars, and it left us with a rebellion in tatters. Han Solo is gone, in Carbonite. Yeah. Luke is the son of this horrifying villain. Yeah, it, how could there not have been? You could not have been more excited or anticipating. It, it,
0: yeah, it was uh, the. It was the perfect cliffhanger film. And this, and
1: this next film feels like it's gonna be an epilogue. It doesn't yeah, feel like it's totally. gonna be the last chapter.
0: All of the resistance fits on the, the Millennium Falcon, the whole thing. Like yeah. they send out distress single signals,
1: nobody calls, <laughs>
0: nobody comes, nobody
1: answers. There was some- you know? Where no Lando? Yeah. Yes. Is- he should have come floating like it's funny you guys were here? I was actually in the back of that casino when you guys were there. I was, no, I
0: was Casino sequence, too. That that was another somewhat disappointing thing that sort of dipped into uh, uh, Attack of the Clones CG animal type effects and things like that, which it was okay it wasn't it, it was okay it was my but I did love the introduction lepre-
1: There's a fucking leprechaun in it man yeah <laughs> like oh my god I'm not gonna put him in yeah, it's true you're right <laughs> but I I, 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 later. I I
0: did I did love um, uh, Benicio del Toro's character though I thought he had I, I think some of the most profound kind of uh, revelations in this movie and a, a very subversive kind of take about the uh, perpetual um, aspects of the business of war, which you could totally correlate with what Disney is now doing with Star Wars, you know, like th- this is a, a battle that never ends, and it makes people very wealthy, and uh, it's so cynical. And I was kind of shocked that that was in there, you know. And then he just he he parachutes out of the movie. He's alive. I don't know if there's any more significance with him coming back. I thought he uh, was going to come. I thought bad. he was going to come back and be a somewhat heroic, like take a, a side and be a heroic figure at the end. But we don't see him again but i liked him kind
1: of a lando you know in that sense that you know he's out for himself but then might have a heart of gold we don't know speaking of heart um romance we haven't really talked about it Mm -hmm. and i know we we want to wrap soon but yeah okay we've got rose and finn we've got finn and ray yeah we've got ray and kylo um and none of it I feel like has a lot of chemistry. The most chemistry I feel there is between Finn and Ray, but I don't feel sold on that blossoming. And one thing that I've, I feel is maybe a letdown for me is that when I think of star Wars, if you think of the first trilogy that, you know, the original trilogy, if you even think of the prequels, romance and love and, and love in the face of war, it's, it's the movie's called star Wars. And, Love and relationships is born out of those kinds of experiences. Uh, Rogue One was a love story ultimately in the end with a beautiful ending, I think, of yep. that movie with that yep. love that was found through this conflict. Yep. So we're now two movies deep into the new trilogy and nobody seems to really be in love with anybody. Or it's yeah. unclear, Rose is in love with Finn, but that was also kind of an adoration <laughs> and, because he's a hero and it didn't didn't connect very well. And he doesn't really love her, we don't know. like it's 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 taking a long time for somebody to like somebody else is what I'm
0: and, and it's I think it, it correlates with how we feel about these characters these new characters as well I don't think we're as in love with these characters as we were almost immediately in love with Luke and Leia and Han uh, and I think
1: do we need it do we need romance in Star Wars? I think
0: so I mean I, I I feel a great amount of warmth with the way that BB-8 came together and the way that Poe came together and they aren't in the movie too much, and we don't get too much of their backstory. and they feel perfect to me. And I really like Ray. I really like the creation of ray and 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 her mystery and her performance. But almost all of the other new stuff, I'm a little I'm a little I'm not blown away by it, you know? I'm mixed. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't I, I don't hate any of it but it doesn't it doesn't move me i don't care about them as much you know i care what happens to ray i and i and i just Love think po. well i just think poe is just he he is he is he serves a purpose and he's great like he just fits right in it's like yeah of course by this time there are going to be these hot shot guys that may have some forced stuff going Not through them
2: a guy there's just one there's just Poe. Yeah, it's just him. Yeah, no, but that. No, no, There's but no. There's no wedge. There's no buttocks it,
0: it works. There's no pork. You know? And and B, and BB-8 could, could have been such a cheeseball addition to this franchise, but I love BB-8. He's he, it's an incredible creation, and he, yeah. I, the only thing I don't love about BB-8 is that he's taken all the screen time from R2D2, and I still love R2D2, you know. But well, I, I re- hey,
2: out with the old man. You get rid of you get rid of Luke. You get rid of R2. You <laughs> yeah, get rid of Han. I know. Chewie, right. Chewie, yeah, again, you're fucking they- done. Episode nine, Chewie, <laughs> you're out, you out, buddy. Well, fuck.
0: And that's a problem too. We don't even talk about Chewy either, you know. Like, why have these characters it's a new
2: guy man it's a new guy it's not the same soul but i don't mind that i don't mind if they're if
1: they have to move on yeah and we talked about it before that we have to move on with them we have to move forward my question again and i don't think either of you answered it yeah do we need to move on past romance in star wars or are we feeling like that's missing from the 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 the, the, the films uh, i keep looking and waiting there was that scene man when she connects with Kylo again, and he's got no shirt on, and his big ass titties are out, and he, yeah. like flexing his titties, and he's sweaty for no yeah. reason. And yeah. she's like, Could you put on a towel or something? And mm-hmm. it was kind of funny, but he doesn't do anything, and he just stares, like, no. And he like stands yeah. up, and his titties are even bigger. We saw that like, yeah. big screen, so it was like big titties <laughs> on the screen, and strong titties. Um, I don't mean sexy titties, big, strong titties. <laughs> I, was, like, I was like, What the fuck is happening?
0: I thought that was a pretty cool so, scene. I
1: was just horny is this horny i don't understand if she's yeah. horny for this i don't get it i don't why does I, it happen-
0: I mean i think that that did te- tease some kind of connection between the two of them i thought that was okay but you're right it doesn't have that same uh there isn't that romantic streak throughout this and i think that's probably because we have so many characters i, I think you could, obviously yeah. has
1: a crush on ray he's constantly going like where's right the first thing he says when he wakes up right yeah he wakes up out of his thing yeah tube sticking out of him and he's like where the fuck's ray like he yeah. He is just has like a that. thing for her. But, no. but when they finally meet up again after however long it's been and they finally meet up again, it's just like a hug and then he's concerned about this other person who's in love with him and now it's like, is he caught up in a triangle?
0: It's very oh, no. chaste, right? But you did feel there was a there was a sexiness to the way that Luke and Leia and Han all were pulling their Stuff together, you know, like they needed each other and they really cared about each other, and that, yeah, the
1: incest kiss, man. There was an incest yeah, and, kiss and, and, at the but beginning they, of Empire Strikes Back,
0: and there was a looseness and a comfort and a and a genuine, you know, like they're they're into each other. And in this yeah. one, it doesn't. It, it, even so much as like Han and Leia meeting again, it was really. Chased, and there wasn't a lot of love with the way that he hugged Leia in in The Force Awakens, and I felt like that could have been, you know, they they had a they had a they had a son together, they had years together, and that could have been a much bigger.
2: It takes a lot out of you, man. It takes a yeah, lot out of you.
0: All of man. that Han, Han, Han and. Uh, the way that Han was was uh, relegated in the the modern Star Wars has been a little bit disappointing for me, and He's dead, I, He's dead and though. I I know, and I feel I feel a little bit of, of the same thing with Luke as well. You know, like maybe the resonance will be there in the next movie. I don't like the 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 interesting thing for me is not so much the movie that they're going to make but how the fuck they're going to make the movie like what what, what is JJ going to do now like all of the yeah, cool yeah, guys they're gone <laughs> and, you know and that's and, what I and said Car-
2: when we were talking about it the other day I was like there's <laughs> yeah. a reason why that guy quit he's <laughs> yeah. like wait we're going to do something awesome with Phasma we're going to have Phasma and Snoke be like <laughs> the they're gonna be I'm like no we're, we're going to off them we're going to take care of them we're going to take them out I was like alright well uh, maybe, who, who do I have left? Luke and Kylo finally meet up but they're gonna fight and they're gonna solve this war. But like, now we're gonna off him, too. It's gonna be Hux versus Finn. I <laughs> know,
0: right? That's it's scary. gonna be Hux and Finn. Yeah, How gonna, is Hux still alive? Oh, They're
2: gonna fight with words.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Do you guys change your score?
2: No. I, I mean, I still enjoyed the fact that there's, yeah. there's new Star Wars and the fact that it's opening up. So many different stories in. I
0: love I love this because we could meet next week. You're going to see it again (laughs) today, right? Like that's what I love about Star Wars, you know. And Rogue One did that too. Um, But it it is like it does open because it is like it's a giant puzzle that's just going to constantly be added to. And who knows if the Han Solo movie is going to be any good, or if if that's going to introduce some new things that kind of.
2: Like Han Solo, he's dead. You know. know, (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think it's impossible to come out of that movie um, and think about it more and more and have yeah. your score go up Yeah, Put it that way. I yes. Think the more you think about the movie and the more you deconstruct it. Until you see it I again
0: though. It. The, maybe, right. Maybe you see yeah. it again and
1: it starts to be more of a salve over some of that. But like right now, my, my feeling is that I walked out of the movie and I was like, that's probably a nine. That was a really cool movie. Yeah. And in the, last I guess 72 hours now (laughs) since or 48 hours or whatever um, I am dropping that score in my head in my heart to like an 8 or maybe I don't know I said when we did it like this is not a 7 but I could probably convince myself in a bad enough place in my head and enough drinks that this is a 7 I don't think it is I think just in terms of it's pure the filmmaking horsepower here and like the the quality of the filmmaking like how good it is
0: and the myth building as well like even if we are not crazy about the decisions they're gutsy decisions and
1: they're decisions made from a place of love you know he cares and there's there's care here it's not It's not absent, you know?
0: And the through line with Luke passing is very much in keeping with the way that Obi-Wan and Yoda went out, you know? And when you... It's not necessarily the, uh, the, the dramatic way, but maybe that is the ultimate best way for a Jedi to, to leave us, you yeah. know, and maybe maybe that's the comment there.
1: You know, and, I think one of the things when we were talking about this after we saw it, uh, that I, I said right before I think I actually got on BART and left, is that I feel more so than in any other Star Wars movie, I need to see the next movie to inform my feelings about this movie. Right. Like, like yeah. how, where they go from here, yes. and if they take it to a place that's, that feels like it resolves in yeah. a way that is set, somehow satisfying. It doesn't have to be uh, a bow at the end. Everyone doesn't have to win. I love things that you
0: so, You're so right, Ben. And it, you you know what? You're so right. And I think what we'll have is, uh, like, Empire made Star Wars. Like, it made it at the universe that we love and the franchise that we... Empire did that. And I feel like... The, it's all on J.J. now to complete this properly but this will be oh, the right. catali- this will be the catalyst movie though this will be the the, transi- to the the transitional film that makes our you know ultimate feelings about this new trilogy uh, you know relevant or like we can actually is- isolate them because I think there's so much nostalgia and so much expectation wrapped into all of this and uh You know, stuff that Rogue One, in a way, kind of smartly avoided by being this right up to the second prequel.
2: Um, What if J.D. just lost it? What if everyone's dead? smoke monsters <laughs> That's
1: <gonna be> it. <laughs> fucking lost they're all dead already <laughs> right. well, it's all, uh, or Han- there's polar bears everywhere
0: like, ah. or Han Solo wakes up terrible dream man let's, <laughs> let's get out of here Chewie <laughs> uh, okay so let's, uh, let's pick I think we should end with this based on what we've talked about and thought about where does The Last Jedi sit in your Star Wars ranking you don't have to necessarily give it a score, but if you want to re rescore it, you can. Best Star Wars movie?
2: No, I would say it's fourth.
0: Okay, list them out for us.
2: Um, Empire. Yeah. Return of the Jedi.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Then The Last Jedi?
2: No, it's fifth, it's fifth. I do That's like, so- I mean, I have to see it again. I'm gonna see it again tonight yeah be able to pull back the reins i still i need to see if those jedi texts are on the millennium falcon at the end because i think they are yeah everybody else sees that you let me know right um
0: Ooh, that's interesting i I
2: did i yeah you know i liked episode seven i don't know it's tough man now now i'm now i have to rethink everything i have to rethink life so as much
0: yeah we we have been bitching and complaining a lot but it's still it still matters like it's yeah. still it's still a good movie, I mean, you know? Yeah,
2: it, it's. I mean, it's continuing the story of the the best trilogy of Star Wars, right? It's like yeah. it's, it's nothing like. It's like tell another Lord of the Rings tale. Like, yeah. like, okay, um, what do we what do we do? These movies are great. I don't know. Let's make the Hobbit three movies. They're like no. <laughs> uh, so. I mean, the fact that it's continuing that saga instead of going back and telling other stories, I mean, it's just it's got a lot to live up to. Yeah. and it's it's trying while trying to branch out for future iterations of whatever the hell's to yeah. come in star wars yeah and so i think just yeah i mean it's it's tough man it's difficult. so okay pick
0: between this and and the force awakens
2: uh well i saw force awakens like five times in the theater and that was like the first star wars movie in forever yeah that i mean obviously and it paid such a good homage to the original star wars um i would i don't know man again it's hard they're like too soon yeah they're like too soon
0: okay what about you ben
2: uh empire
0: yeah
1: a new hope yeah jedi for me is return to top three return Return to jedi Jedi. yeah okay yeah um i don't know where rogue one sits in here i've seen rogue one once i should see it again and i i I, I don't want to include it because it's not part of the of the specific canon like like the you know it's a It's an easy one. They didn't have to do anything new. They just had to not fuck it up. Um, Okay, yeah. um, I think I would put The Last Jedi after Return of the Jedi and in front of Force Awakens only because uh, I think it's a better made film. And I think it had a a much harder job, which was to move us, and I said this before, move us forward forward in Star Wars, not just introduce new characters and then just build a story that is something we've already experienced with blowing up a giant battle station. And like the plot had to do something. It had to take us somewhere. It had to have a core around it that wasn't just rebellion blowing up giant ship, which we have now done twice. That was the third time in Star Wars and Force Awakens that we had seen The rebellion ship fly into a gigantic circle and sphere and blow it up like that to me is a lot less interesting it might have been easier or more successful um from a plot perspective uh because it's again it's not as hard to just sort of nail those points this is a harder one to nail. I don't think they necessarily succeeded in a lot of ways, but I think it was a more beautiful film. I think it had more m- moments that are going to stand out for me, ultimately mm-hmm. over
2: the course the, of, of the Star The best Wars. comedic moments in a Star Wars Oh, well, it's yeah, very for funny. for sure. Yeah. But also, like, touching
1: moments with, again, the Luke and R2 scene, uh, some of the Luke and Leia stuff, Yoda's great return, uh, and then just a, even the, the moments with, with Rey and Kylo, I think it had better uh, lightsaber moments than, than Force Awakens did. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and and say that but it's sliding down like yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 at fourth or maybe rogue one is ahead of it i don't know but like it's in that fourth fifth spot next to force awakens but they're sliding next to each other they're two tectonic plates doing this and then the the prequels are all yeah we don't even need, we, I mean, don't even need to talk about they're, those
0: they're garbage. I'm I'm Empire I'm, I'm uh, Star Wars uh, I think I, I like the Force awakens as my third I felt like Jedi was too many victory laps in that movie uh, but I like that uh, fourth and then I think I like Rogue one better than, than the last Jedi right right now but I want to see it again.
1: Um, Come to me, child! Come it's me. so hard! We've seen all, yeah. those, we've seen all those, I mean, this, this you know, maybe, yeah. including The Force Awakens now, we've seen them a thousand times, essentially, yes. we've well, yeah. we played them in our head a thousand times. Yes. This has been 48 hours after seeing the biggest one, so I, it's really hard to rank it right now, but it's it's yeah. not, It, but I definitely don't think it's going to be in the top two or three for me.
0: It's not up there, no, and it's mostly because we like it just doesn't have that. uh, It's the,
1: and maybe what
0: like there were way less things to think about and worry about, and and the machine was way less built as well. Now everything is a part of this film, you know, like the the franchise, these characters, where they're going to be. You know, Daisy Ridley came out and said she doesn't want to do any more Ray stuff after Episode Nine. Maybe she'll come back in thirty years, and so. All of that machinery stuff is a part of the way that we sort of consume this now. Um, But God, it's still totally worth seeing and it's absolutely worth making up your own mind. And I I can't wait to see it again and and see some more details and and, uh, revisit this next week. We'll have our weekly (laughs) Last Jedi reviews. (laughs) I can't wait to
1: see what the internet does
0: oh I know I mean and this weekend are...
1: it's going to be a fucking bloodbath. like it's, it's going to be cheering and booing and... oh
0: there's there's a lot of hate already for this absolutely really? yeah I've been like my review because it's already out in, in the UK and so my review has been up uh, for a couple of days on the Film Fury channel and there are people that just hate this movie and hate what Disney has done um, wow. and you know so yeah it's going to be fascinating to see how it's received and also like I, I, there is an oversaturated uh, saturation thing that you could level at Star Wars at this point I think there's a lot of bad buzz coming off of the way that battlefront was pushed out there um, and so yeah it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fascinating this this is a big deal you know this is a really big deal and and I, I think we're gonna see the Han Solo trailer this weekend as well I think they're gonna probably attach it to the last Jedi because we didn't see the trailer when we saw the movie
2: I'll tweet about it tonight
0: yeah, I am. Uh, it's a big deal. Love that we saw this together, though. This will be something I'll never forget. And that, that was great, uh,
2: but I need to go see it without you guys. Sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. May the force be with both of you and with all of you for watching. And uh, sorry if we spoiled the movie, but we tried to give you as many warnings as possible. If
1: you made it this far, you're like, mad about spoilers."
0: <laughs> 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 all right, guys, take it easy. Thank you. you.